Uh, ladies and gentlemen, another cold open. I got to get a, like an official theme song for this podcast. I'll figure it out. Um, once again, this week, last week, uh, two weeks ago, my co-host, Mark Morell, lost a loved one. And he has taken he has taken some time off to focus on his family and make sure that his family is okay and funeral services and stuff like that. So if you didn't get any because of that, we didn't get any international news. We didn't get any New Japan wrestling news and so on and so on. But we will be going back to our original format, plus what we have created for you guys currently over the whole COVID period. So uh, my con- uh, the condolences definitely goes out to um, Mark Knight Morrell, a.k.a. the executioner, a.k.a. the librarian of professional wrestling, like I like to call him, and a few other names. And as you know, I am your host, Dietrich Davis. What can I say? This is what we do. We create podcasts, we give you wrestling content, and the rest of the world of wrestling will forever go on. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm not recording outside, but I do have um, my window open because the breeze is so amazing. And usually when I record, I got the windows closed, the air conditioner off, so and I did, I'm, I'm extremely extra hot. So if you hear noises in the background, it's simply because I'm enjoying the breeze and I'm not going to close the window because... <laughs> I'd rather record cool than hot. Anyhow, with that being said, um, there's been a lot of talk about Brock Lesnar recently. And if you read the title, you know this is a Brock Lesnar conversation. And a lot of people online and, you know, speculation is that uh, Brock is going to um, end up over at AEW. And I'm here to say that's 100% not going to happen. Brock Lesnar and AEW is not a good match. I mean, I can understand Tony Khan wanting to um, get a, a intellectual property like Brock Lesnar on the roster to boost ratings, to give the audience something that they think they want or this, that, and the other. But Brock Lesnar is only branded to do good with two companies, and that is WWE and that is with UFC. And we know UFC and WWE have very a very unique relationship where they are where they have allowed themselves to work side by side in with each other to ensure the intellectual property that Brock Lesnar is. Brock Lesnar truly is one of the most believable wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling, simply because he is the only wrestler to have held the UFC World Heavyweight Championship, which arguably can be considered the most coveted title and of all the titles within the UFC. The heavyweight division of the UFC is a very unique and strange division. Not every man can step toe in there, and there is not there are not as many heavyweight world champions as there are in the other weight classes within the UFC. Now, Brock Lesnar as we know, is worth money to anybody whose screen he steps on in the world of combat sports. Or, as in WWE, AEW, New Japan, and so on and so on, simulated combat sports. There was once a point where Brock Lesnar was in um, New Japan, and he was a believable property, but you could tell it was just to stick it to the McMahons. 
though Brock Lesnar looked good there, it's a that was a very weird period and we're going into the period of the dark ages of New Japan, which Mark Morell, my co-host, can break down to you in greater detail. But the question now becomes of a lot of people they don't they they love to hate Brock Lesnar, but you you have to understand how undervalued sometimes fans the category of fan the category that fans put Brock Lesnar in. Brock Lesnar is an elite wrestler. Brock Lesnar is an elite level performer. Brock Lesnar is an elite level champion. And yes, if I was Tony Khan, I would want to get my hands on Brock Lesnar, but you have to ask the question, will Brock Lesnar do more damage to my company? And Brock Lesnar has to ask the question, will they do something for my bottom dollar? See, Brock Lesnar is good at putting one company against the other company for bargaining chips. He will say, well, I'm getting an offer from AEW to use that to get more money out McMahon. He will say, I'm getting an offer from the UFC to use that to get more money out of McMahon. But if you really do, if you, if you do your due diligence, you know that AEW is the most damaging place for Brock Lesnar ever to appear in the business of professional wrestling. There's no one over there for him to wrestle. There's no one over there for him to simulate combat sports. There is no one over there with the exception of three people that can give him the performance he needs in order to be the champion and the ass kicker that we have been programmed to believe he is. I'm going to take a whole look at the AEW roster from bottom to top, just in the men alone. All right. And I want you guys to really sit back and think about this. Brock Lesnar's only equal. I'm not going to talk about his equals. I'm going to talk about just the wrestlers alone. And Brock Lesnar could possibly go up against. And when I read the roster to you, which most of you already know, you're going to be like, no, that's not going to work. A match with, no, and let me say this. A match with Brock Lesnar in AEW will be no different than when Brock Lesnar suplexed um, Bo Dallas all over the place. That's what all his AEW matches will look like. They're not matched up. And another issue, AEW has issues with booking big men. They do not know how to book monsters yet. They have no one in there to structure the booking of monsters. If you if you just look at guys like Mr. Wardlow, he can't go up against him. Doesn't look right. Trent of the best friends, not too good, not too clean looking. The Butcher, not going to work. The Blade. Not the other work of Butcher and Blade, that tag team. Sean Spears, he might be able to have a decent match with Sean Spears. Only because Sean Spears understands the WWE system. And two, Sean Spears is a little bit different, but his stock value has dropped completely. Sonny Kiss, not going to happen. Stu Grayson, not going to happen. Scorpio Sky, he can probably have a great match with Scorpio Sky. Santana of the inner circle, no. Sammy Guerrero, he's gonna he's gonna throw Sammy Guerrero around like like a like a like a bag of sticks. Ricky Starks, not gonna happen. Ray Phoenix, not gonna happen. QT Marshall, please, is a fucking joke. Um, Press Ten Vance, not gonna happen. Peter Avalon, not gonna happen. Pac, 
I'm going to say that's a possibility. Let me get my pen and paper out. Let me do some writing down. Pac is, Pac is definitely a great possibility for Brock Lesnar. And I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that to, the, to a minute. It's another name I'm not going to mention. That this that Orange Cassidy, great joke match. I think you can get a great joke match. Orange Cassidy stock has stepped up extremely high, extremely fucking high. Orange Cassidy is reaching new heights, and if Orange Cassidy has a gimmick that's amazing in W in in AEW, but will be great in WWE and their comedy section and putting an Intercontinental or United States Championship on him. He's a very underrated wrestler. He's a petite guy. He's a small guy, as, as Jim Ross would call him. Or I mean, um, not Jim Ross. Uh, what's his name? Jesus Christ, my brain is slowed down right now. Oh, my God. Jim Cornette will say an all-petite wrestling, but he's a good guy who would be over in WWE, and his gimmick would be selling shirt after shirt after shirt after shirt after shirt. He's a guy I always felt that needs that WWE marketing and, and, and engine to push him to the next level. Then we got the Matt and Nick Jan Jackson, uh, Jackson of the Young Bucks. You don't even want them standing next to Brock Lesnar. Michael Kozawa is a joke. Mark Quinn, nope. Marco Stunt, he would, he would, he would. Remember that time when he three sixty spent someone Brock Lesnar. I forget who his name. He he threw the nigga up in the air. He get nigga went into a three sixty spin like a helicopter and then landed for the F five. MJF, great promo ability. Great, great, great promo ability and great verbal program you might get with him and Brock Lesnar. And that's the issue. Brock Lesnar won't get Paul Heyman, so therefore the promos for Brock will be cut down by 50%. So you're losing you're losing the promo marketing that comes with Brock Lesnar with a Paul Heyman. Matt Hardy, no. Lufa, no. Luchasaurus, nah. Kenny Omega, they can possibly have a good match. But Brock is not going to listen to Kenny Omega, and Brock would just suplex him and leave the ring. Kip Sabian, a fucking joke. Lance Archer, they've already ruined Lance, so there's no working with him. Jungle Boy, no. John Moxley, proven. They had a horrible match. They're not a great match, and we remember their WrestleMania match. It was just disgusting. It shouldn't even have happened, but it was what it was. I think they wasted Brock Lesnar at that particular WrestleMania, to be very honest with you. John Silva of the Dark Order, definitely not. And if these names, as I'm reading these names and you're disagreeing with me, please feel free to email me and tell me that I'm wrong about what I'm saying. Jack Evans, no. Jake Hager, possibility. Both great amateur wrestlers, both men who um, come from from the UFC world or the ultimate fighting or the, or the MMA world, definitely something I think can be a good fucking match. Joey Janela, completely not going to happen. Isaiah Cassidy, Frankie Kazarian, Evil Uno, not going to happen. Dax Harwood, a fuck the revival of FTR. Dustin Rhodes, now that's a match. Dustin and Brock. I think those two would tear the fucking house down. 
110% tear the house down. Cole Cabana, no. Darby Dillon, great for a suplex match. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Seema, Chuck Taylor, Christopher Daniels, Cash Wheeler, Chris Jericho and him is not going to happen. They got real life beef. Mr. Brody Lee, a possibility. Austin Gunn, Brandon Busher, Brian Cage, nah. Angeliso, Alex Reynolds, and Adam Page. Now, with that being said, there are a set of names that I did not mention. All of those matches, that, all the names I mentioned with the, would, would not work. No questions asked. Pac, I think he can have a great match with. Pac and Daniel Bryan are very similar in the ring, though, though Pac is more, in, more intense. So I believe Pac and Brock can give you one or two good fucking matches within the year. But we're talking about using Brock Lesnar a minimum of six times a year. Because this roster is not growing or the product of each character on the roster is not growing the way you would assume it would, Brock is limited to only two good years, if that's at AEW. Let's say he went, which will bring down his stock. Pac will have a great match with him. No questions asked. When he wrestled Daniel Bryan, that was one of Brock Lesnar's better matches. And if Brock was uh, more allowing himself to do a lot of the moves that he used to do when he first came into WWE. I think we would get a phenomenal match with Pac. Another person that he could probably get a good match out of is Cody Rhodes. With Cody being the measuring stick of the company and Cody being the person that all of the new guys kind of have to walk through to see if they got the touch or the it factor. I think him and Cody would have it excellent match that would set the tone but that's only going to be a one-time thing Cody is not good for getting two good matches with the same person back to back though Cody is a great wrestler and Cody today is better than Cody from yesteryear you're not going to get that 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 uh that love that you need Jack Hager again going back to them this is only a one-time match so if you had him 12 all year long, you only use him six times of the year. Jack Hager is one of the people you would definitely use him again against. But he would, but that match, once again, you're not going to get a rematch out of that. There is, no, there is no rematch ability to these people that I'm mentioning. And that's three so far. But then there's MJF, the fourth one on my list. And MJF is the one that I believe that would give him the greatest promo, but not the greatest match. MJF promo ability is bar to none, but Brock Lesnar knows and, and has been proven, definitely needs someone on the mic. Though Brock can talk, Paul Heyman has represented the voice of Brock Lesnar so much that he that he has had that ability to to be two characters with uh, Brock Lesnar is technically a two-part character. So the voice of Paul Heyman has become the voice of Brock Lesnar and the violent retribution of, Bro of Brock Lesnar has become the violence presentation that Paul Heyman has given us. So separating those two is almost crazy. It's like when Brock is in the UFC, you would hope that the UFC hire Paul Heyman to, 
to cut the promos for Brock Lesnar and let, let him do the talking and this, that, and the other just to add the extra show business to it. I think that would be one of the best things the UFC ever did. Let Paul Heyman talk for Brock in the UFC. And if what I'm getting word of is correct, that might be where Brock ends up at. There's only one match left for Brock Lesnar in the UFC. But we'll get to that in a minute. And then there's Dustin Rhodes. And to me, this is the star-studded match of AEW. The old school, not scared to take a bump, Dustin Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Not WWE Dusty Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, AEW's Dustin Rhodes. That is a match for the ages, for the fucking ages. No questions asked. Dustin Rhodes has reached a level of performing at that age that very few wrestlers will ever get to see. If, if Undertaker, I think, let me, how old is Dustin Rhodes? Let me look something up. Dustin Rhodes. Let's, let's look up Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes is 51 years of age. Undertaker is 55. Okay, there's a five years difference. That makes a difference. But still, five years ago, Undertaker is still, Dustin Rhodes wrestles like he's still 24, 25 years of age. You get what I'm saying? So when you sit back and look at that, that shit is crazy. He's still light years ahead of many other talents coming into the company. He's a great height. He's a good wrestler. He understands the foundation and psychology of wrestling. And, and AEW's, let me say this correctly, AEW's Dustin Rhodes versus the current Brock Lesnar is a match of the night type scenario. Match of the year type scenario. If allowed to. If Brock can get it out of the wheel horse of just protecting himself with German suplexes. And because Brock is one of the best bump takers in the game. Brock can sell and take a bump like no other person in the company. Just go and look at some of the bumps he has taken to make great high spots or great spots look good during rumbles, during key matches, during those elements. Brock can take a fucking bump. But then there's one magic wrestler on the company. Some of you may disagree with me. Some of you may say, Dietrich, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And the person's name is Pentagon Jr. And Pentagon Jr. is a very, very unique talent. He was trained by Vampiro. They had one of the best matches, the best matches on that, and that other wrestling promotion that I cannot remember the name of right now. But the Lucha Underground, Vampiro and, 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 and this man is great. And if you let Vamp and, I, uh, and um, what's that guy's name? Um, let me say his AEW name because he kind of did change it. He calls himself, and I hate that he doesn't go. Pentag uh, Pentagon Zero M. If he if he went if Pentagon Zero and you let him be the violent Pentagon versus the violent Brock Lesnar. And a violent retribution match. Those two alone can become the second match of the year candidate. So if you only got six years, if you got two year deal 
and you got Brock Lesnar and you only got 12 matches, I can only give you six. And I can only give you two rematches, which is eight, which means you're four matches short of booking Brock Lesnar into a good storyline. But here's the problem. The AEW roster sucks. The AEW roster is great. The presentation of the wrestlers suck. The the in-ring is starting to suck. The hype train is over around AEW. And Brock Lesnar going there would turn him into a joke, which would bring his financial stock and value down to Vince McMahon. Because Vince can easily go, well, look what you did to yourself, bro, pal. You ruined yourself. And yeah, you got big money, but I can't offer you that. The Brock Lesnar might not be right. The return of Brock Lesnar could be great, but this, that, and the other. But now, here's the word that I'm hearing. And there's a possibility that there still is a John Jones versus Brock Lesnar UFC fight. And we all know that fight was called out a long time ago. Excuse me, this motherfucker's blasting the music outside and the window breeze is amazing. I will not close this window. But with that being said, Brock Lesnar, John Jones, UF motherfucking C at Fight Island, please, please, if I'm Brock, I'm getting back in the USADA testing camp. If I'm Brock, I'm getting ready. Do you know how much money is in that fight? See now, if Daniel Cormier, Cormier would have won his fight and be won the championship, that Brock Lesnar fight may be a possibility. That John Jones fight may be a possibility. But what if John Jones moves up into the heavyweight world championship realm? And wins the world championship from Stipe Miocic. Brock Lesnar versus John Jones, the super fight of the century. That is truly the super fight of the century. You know how big that will be if Brock Lesnar beats John Jones and walks back on to WWE television? And don't let him win the WWE championship, the UFC championship, and walks back out onto WWE television with the UFC championship. The marketing behind that is amazing. That type of marketing would not work in AEW. It would only work in the WWE. So for those of you who think Brock Lesnar is going to go over to the UFC, I mean, go over to AEW, yeah, he'll make some good cash, but he will not be marketable and valued after that run is over. It will be a clear and present joke. But Brock Lesnar and John Jones, the marketing is crazy. Brock Lesnar returns to WWE UFC heavyweight world's champion. If John Jones was to fight Steve Miocic and take that world title for real off of him, and now you got a real UFC live heavyweight world champion standing in the middle of a WWE ring challenging for the WWE championship, we're talking about a different ball game here. And that's the beauty of Brock Lesnar, the marketing of Brock Lesnar. That's how big the situation is. John Jones recently just was showing off his physique. And we all know John and John Jones is eager to mix it up in the heavyweight world in the heavyweight world title division of the UFC. He's called out Brock Lesnar several times. And now that Brock Lesnar is currently a free agent, not re-signing with WWE. It's going to be big, but Lesnar have not fought in the UFC since 2016. So there's lots of ring rust. And 
you know, Dana White may bring Brock Lesnar back. At 43 years of age, you still may got something. I say a lot of UFC fighters got into 45, 50 to quit. So Brock got two more years before he can stop bullshitting. So with that being said, let's answer the question to the internet. No, Brock Lesnar's never going going to go to AEW. They would probably have to give him a million dollars in appearance. Plus private jet flights, this, that, and the other. Brock Lesnar can easily cost AEW 10 to $15 million over the course of two years that they're not probably prepared to spend. Or that 10 to 15 can be put into other talent, which is what they need. What can I say, people? It's the world of professional wrestling. You can expect nothing less from what happened. Never say never, but, but always expect the unexpected. With that being said, I thank you guys once again for listening to the Wrestlers with Experience podcast with your current with your host, Dietrich Davis. Thank you for listening to us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, Podbean, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In, Motorcycle Going By, um, and Podcast Addict. I thank you guys so much. We appreciate you listening. Uh, Mark Knight Morell will be back next week with all the, the of the news coming out of New Japan and the rest of the world of professional wrestling. And I'll catch up with you guys later on in the week. Have a great one. Enjoy.